Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you tuning in uh, from around the world to help me welcome Alana Capwell. Uh, we're going to talk about coming back to you. The Power of Shifting from Healing to Conscious Embodiment. So welcome home, beautiful souls and courageous crusaders of light. Uh, this is your safe haven. It's also a sacred space and a soulful sanctuary to feel ignited and empowered. It is a unity community designed to inspire you, uplift you, liberate you. My greatest intention is that you feel an unwavering sense of safety, belonging, oneness, and acceptance here. Uh, the frequencies of cooperation and kindness and compassion and collaboration always flowing here. Um, and let's also intend for a revival, a restoration, and a renewal of your health, your wealth, and your soul's radiance today. I want to thank you for blessing this community with your love and your presence. And so now just sit back, relax, breathe, open, and receive. Uh, we are so grateful that you found your way here today. Uh, I do want to ask um, my favorite question, and that is, what is the best that could happen today with Alana, myself, and all of you? Uh, please set a clear, empowered personal intention for what you wish to gain or experience. Uh, my intention with our gathering and journey is to be a clear and pristine communicator of divine light and love and selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into healing, vitality, and empowerment for all of us gathered here. Uh, you're welcome to write in and let us know how you're doing throughout the show. If you have any questions, I'll be checking in, um, and we'd love to hear from you. And so now let me tell you about my beautiful co-creative partner. Uh, Alana Capwell is a rapid transformation therapy practitioner. She's an embodied consciousness guide and a channel. After many years as a professor and college administrator working both domestically and internationally, Alana stepped down from her academic career to focus more fully on embodiment. And we're going to talk about what that means. She spent several years being quiet, traveling, and learning a variety of modalities, uh, Akashic record reading, advanced mediumship, archetypal depth psychology, rapid transformational therapy, breath work, and energy work. In the last year of her academic career, Alana opened to hearing the mindful heart. Um, a year later, she opened to the vibrational, what she calls song lines, of the Council of Ancient Ones. This is a group of ancients who include uh, beings that were incarnated, incarnated on Earth from the time before. We'll talk about what that means. And those, of you, and those who have never been incarnated but continue to work with Earth in support of its transformation. Their vibrational song lines, they're similar to light language, but they focus on connecting us to the frequencies of the Earth and its healing energies. And today we're talking about shifting from healing to conscious embodiment. We'll discuss why shifting the language itself is important. Uh, because for many years, lightworkers, healers, and many of us have focused on healing from the past or healing from lack or healing to fix something that we feel isn't right. And so now we're being called to step forward into embodiment and to stop focusing on healing per se and instead realize consciously that we're not broken or damaged or lacking, but we're powerful creative beings of light and love and we're perfect as we are. 
always in this process of transmuting and alchemizing energies. So this shift from a paradigm of illness or lack into wholeness is how the soul naturally brings into conscious awareness moments and issues that we're being guided to learn through. So we're going to talk about all of that. And, you know, it's about shifting questions that we ask ourselves. So instead of asking, why is this happening to me? We can ask, what am I being guided to see in this situation? Or how can I still be the love and light that I am and allow this pain or situation or the sorrow or whatever to move through me? So we're going to get into a lot of that. Um, this is Alana's first time on the show, so we have a lot to delve into with her. So let's get started. Um, please join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Alana as I welcome her to our community. Uh, welcome, beautiful. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for having me here. I'm really delighted to be here, and I want to thank everyone uh, for being present. It's really an honor. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect word <laughs> for embodiment. <laughs> let's all be perfectly present with Alana. Yeah. Um, well, let's just dive into the, this um, this idea of it being an embodied consciousness guide. This is what you refer to yourself as. Uh, I want you to describe what that means to you um, so we can understand it perhaps in a, in a new way. Well, I think, you know, I'm going to go back to the very first time that I heard it for myself. Actually, when I started channeling and, you know, I thought, oh, I'm going to do healing work in that. And the mindful heart sort of stepped in and said, no, actually, you're uh, a conscious embodiment guide which is to say that we're embodying, coming back to us, to the truth of who and what we are. It's all there. It's all there, That, but we haven't revealed it to ourselves. So we're actually revealing that to ourselves and embodying what has always been there, right, of this beautiful beautiful love and light and energetic presence, these beautiful skills of our intuition, our sight, our, you know, our ability to work with energy, um, that's all there and available to us at all times and has been. And so instead of saying it needs to come from outside, I'm actually embodying it from the inside out. Yeah. You know, I have to ask you, since this is your first time here, I read in your bio that you spent many years as a professor or a college administrator. Um, what led you, was there a catalyst that led you to step away from that and enter into channeling and, you know, all of this? Did something happen? Well, I was doing, I've always done transformational work. You know, I probably had a long career alongside my academic career, but as a workshop participant. So I'd done a lot of that. It's, it was always on the side, right? Running parallel. And, um, it wasn't until I really started doing work. I was doing a lot of work overseas and you know, every place that I went, I started to go, I was developing programs, I would suddenly have this remembering or I'd have this um, experience and feeling myself kind of expanding and opening and embodying some 
uh, piece of knowing, some knowing, some understanding. It was almost like a physical shift and an awareness um, from these places. And I, at the time after that, so that started accruing, you know, um, whether it's in Russia, Kyrgyzstan, Myanmar, wh- you know, wherever I was, Egypt. Um, and they were very profound experiences. And after a while, I was going, wow, what is going on here? So I started mentoring, uh, doing a lot of work with um, a couple of people. And someone was saying, well, actually, you know, you are activating your remembering. You know, uh, for some reason, you know, I came into this incarnation agreeing to remember what I already knew from other incarnations. And visiting those places and being in that land, particularly in the land area, was actually just activating that, was shifting something in me so that it opened up. Right. I love you know. that. <laughs> and all the little puzzle pieces in these different locations just activated, yeah, you yeah. Um, yeah. more so fully. It, got, it just got to a place where then, you know, I had this really profound experience. I was flying back from, I think I was had been flying back from Myanmar, and it's a very long trip, and, you know, I landed in D.C., was sitting on the tarmac waiting for my pedal jumper plane to upstate New York where I live and um, the mindful heart was the first time they just sort of stepped in and and everything opened you know I could look to the person next to me and I was like oh you just came to from visiting your grandson, say you have two boys your husband's waiting for you you know I could just see it all and I was like whoa <laughs> you know <laughs> I could see it, I could feel it, and, you know, they said, it's time. It's time, you know, it's time for you to step forward and do what you came here to do. And that's how it started. And they said, you know, you need to do this within a year. And I was, I heard it. I heard it with my entire being. And um, within a month of that trip, um, I remember going to the president's office and saying, you know, I have to step down. I have to step down from my administrative role, from teaching, and I'm going to leave college. You know, I was like, what are you going to do? And I said, um, I'm going to figure that out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Good answer. <laughs> right. So it was really that profound a shift for me. Um, I will say, Given that I was an academic, I was literally um, overseeing a program called Language and Thinking, right? Um, So to step back and say, "Mm, let's step back from all those thoughts and really focus on feeling and experience, and then translating that into words and word and tone that actually is a transmission, was Mm -hmm. Probably the last thing on my mind, you know? Yeah. Probably the last thing on my mind that I ever thought I would do. I actually thought that I would um, be an academic and retire from that. And it was like, mm, nope. <laughs> you, know, you never know what's coming around the corner if you're doing your work. 
if you're being right. present. Yeah, and you're just following the moment-to-moment -moment guidance. And you've mentioned yeah. the, the, the mindful heart a few times here. And so describe the mindful heart. It sounds like it is a, a collective of some kind, energetic, cosmic, galactic, stellar collective, something. Describe um, who the mindful heart is to you. They are a group of consciousness in multiple um, from multiple dimensions, my understanding. And I'm going to sort of describe what uh, they gave me um, the first time when I was trying to articulate and say, well, who are you? You know, um, am I just going crazy? Or, yeah, but when you come through, it feels so loving. So when it's that loving and powerful, you know, you kind of kind of have to trust that, you know, because you're just held in this beautiful love and light and they said you know we are a, a a group of consciousnesses from multiple dimensions and unlike what it is um, when we're communicating we tend to give names to things consciousnesses and they said you know we're basically just a body we communicate in a different way you do we don't use words with each other it's like we come into agreement, alignment, and then we align with you and it comes through. So it's a body and not a single, um, mm -hmm. even though at times, you know, I've had Mother Mary step forward and um, other, you know, beings that we recognize and can give a name to, Isis. Um, but for the most part, they just say we are a collective of multidimensional um, consciousness um, that anyone and everyone, you know, has access to. So, you know, we, you know, we will give you a name at times if it feels important uh, for those who are intending, you know. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, they just say, refer to us as the mindful heart. And it was kind of funny because I will be honest and say, okay, the mindful heart, and, you know, um, that's just what it was. And I've always um, referred to them as that. But they say, you know, you can imagine a circle. Everybody has guides, spirits, um, and higher consciousnesses they can tap into. That's just a part of the source field that we're a part of, you know. Mm -hmm. And they said you can just imagine a kind of circle if you would like to and it's you know it's hovering around us it's all around us and that energy is coming in you know, we're just aligning with that consciousness that is there and they're coming through in a single voice so right yeah. <laughs> beautiful and so after they came into the picture um then you opened into what you call vibrational song lines, um, and with yeah. the count. <laughs> so it's similar to light language, but it's but they're different. very clear. They're very mm -hmm. clear. And when the council comes in, I can actually, when they're there at times, I actually get visuals of them, and they say they're from. They're another group. Um, some of them are from uh, the fourth dimension. They are ascended masters or people 
or beings that have been on the earth and ascended and or other beings who have been in assistance to the earth for a long time and are of a higher dimension but have agreed to become into lower dimension to be closer to form, to work with us through form, to be available to us through form. And they say that's very important. And one of the things is they say they are from the time before, which is to say, and this is the mindful heart here, right, saying this, is that, you know, for many of us, um, in the human realm, we tend to think of our understanding of the history of the earth as singular, you know, <laughs> and the mindful heart says, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. There are many, there are many histories. Um, and there are, are times before, you know, t- times before even what we would say as uh, Atlantis and that. There are other histories. Um, you know, the earth has been a part of, you know, the universe. Um, and then in this, you know, for a long time. So this time before um, really resonates deeply with me. And sometimes I can see them, that one of the most powerful experiences of them is um, I was on a retreat at uh, Blue Spirit in Costa Rica once, and I was getting a massage. And suddenly I had this whole group of tribal beings around me. I could, felt I could literally see them when I was kind of was in shock and and uh and someone was giving me a massage and working on my feet and I was like whoa what's going on why are you here and they said well we're here to just ensure that you stay in your body <laughs> you know and I was like whoa okay <laughs> um, but that was very powerfully them and um when I you know they do say it is about the earth the earth is incredibly healing for us incredibly healing and their desire is to connect us with those vibrational song lines and I said well are these like the aboriginal song lines and they say yes but they're different as well because they are they are um, coming from multiple um, lineages you know and not singular Um, but it's really Connecting those energies of the earth and allowing those to vibrate through us and so that we connect with them more easily when we're in nature. And I I want to say that um, for those listening, um, in a little while you're going to... um, take us through a guided visualization or channeling where Mm -hmm. the ancient ones may come in, allow these song lines to come in, the mindful heart may come in. So for those of you hearing about this, um, we'll do that in a little while so you can experience what um, Alana is talking about. And they do sound at times very much like light language, but they've been very clear to me. This is about the earth. This is about the earth, you know. Um, yeah. Interesting. Okay. And I want to go back to, you know, the our topic title for today, which is shifting from healing to embodiment. And I want to get into that a little more deeply about why that's so important for all of us and, you know, what that distinction really is. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, this has been brought um 
to me really in focus, um, in the, especially in the last year, last year and a half. And they said, you know, healing is beautiful and we have an understanding of healing as becoming whole. That's, that's great, you know. But they're like saying, is that every time we use the word, I want to heal, right? We're coming from a place of something is wrong with us. Something's lacking. That we're somehow not already whole. And that we're, you know, and they said, when we're embodying, we're just revealing more of ourselves to ourselves and allowing, bringing back in all those parts where we thought, oh, this is an issue or this, it's there, has been there. And it's not that we release it, it's that we bring it back in into um, our functioning light body. You know, it becomes uh, accessible energy right? Energy flow. Um, So when we're talking about embodiment, we're just revealing what's already there and bringing that through an expression. So embodiment really is expression. And how do you encourage people to to experience that. I know um, a shift in languaging is one component of this. So you, you call them aerodynamically lifting questions, Um, (laughs) you know, in terms of the shift of the language, you know, in in terms of cultivating embodiment. So aerodynamically lifting questions, my dear, what what are they? And and let's have some examples just to back it up. Well, you know, I'm going to give a recent example that sort of um, occurred. about a year and a half ago or so, I was getting ready to move somewhere. And suddenly, you know, two or three things just did a huge reversal. And um, the place I was going to move to, suddenly because of the pandemic, um, fell through. Then suddenly my car, which I, you know, was, was fully functioning and everything, suddenly it had a big issue. And I was like, the first thing that came through to me is, why is this happening to me? And they were like, "Mm -hmm. how about shifting that? You know, what is it that you're able to see through this experience? What are you being guided to, right? Instead of becoming, going into the victim mode saying, huh, maybe this is a, you know, maybe you're being guided to be still for a while and stay where you are because there are other possibilities, potentials. Um, And so when we start shifting from the victim mode of why is this happening to me, this always happens, or why can't I have this, or why, why isn't this possible? You know, you can hear in that this kind of... um Self, it's for me, at least I hear it in my voice, and I don't know if others would agree in, in, with that, but I hear it in my voice. It's this kind of, woe is me, why me, right? And instead, trans, translating that into, hmm, what are the opportunities here? What are the other opportunities? What have I missed? What am I, what am I needing to see? How is this can be a gift of redirection? rather than 
a failing, Mm -hmm. you know? So if we can talk about the gift of redirection, or when something happens to us when we lose someone, or we experience a loss of job, or a loss of a friendship, or we suffer, you know, some financial loss, or a relationship, you know, it's not that the emotions and the feelings we have are wrong. It's really important to feel them and be with them. But to also become aware of the consciousness that is saying, wow, I'm really experiencing sadness, I'm really feeling loss, and to go, well, what is this consciousness that is actually aware of that, that can notice it? rather than just going deeply into, you know. So then you can say, ask yourself, you know, well, how can I hold this and still be the love and light I am? Be that consciousness that sees you're going through this experience. That allows you to actually say to yourself, oh, Alana, I see you, I hear you, I'm with you. I'm here, I'm with you. You know, instead of going into complete separation and going, oh, I feel alone, I feel um, I feel like the universe is not working for me or, you know, the world is working against me or whatever it is. So when we shift our perspective from things are not happening to you but are happening for you, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Such different experience. And what we're really doing in that moment when we shift that perspective, you know, I could say, this is happening for me. You are actually lifting the vibration of that. And you can actually hold the suffering and also hold the the lifting vibration, you know, that actually loves you and says, I love you, I care for you, I'm right here for you. Yes, you're experiencing this, but this higher consciousness is a higher vibration. And it lifts us in that moment when we shift from why me to what's available for me here. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, <laughs> deep sense of presence in those moments to really um, allow for that shift. But it can really be... Um, yeah, that's that's an opening into possibility and potential, and it opens us up rather than um, you know causing us to collapse energetically or emotionally, you know. And as you say, you know, kind of feel victimized. So, so the the groups that you bring in the the mindful heart, the ancient ones, um, what are their primary messages? I mean, do they do they all um, surround this and this idea of embodiment, or are there other things that they bring through that are significant? I think a part of it is um, coming back to the authenticity of who we are, you know, and that involves a whole lot um, moving from you know, limitation to expansion. Instead of asking, you know, thinking about what should I be doing, you know, they say, it's who are you? When you start to say, who am I and what am I experiencing? And if you can get back to that place of presence and being present in, you know, in your energetic body, aligned with your heart and that, um, then you're not so much worried about the should 
You're actually in the being. So I would say their greatest gift is presence, being, and understanding how powerful that is when we're in it and actually um, developing that. You know, it's sort of like, I, and this is a kind of strange uh, analogy, but they say, yes, you can go ahead and use it, is that it's sort of like building a muscle, you know. The more present we are, the more we're able to be present, you know. But it takes conscious action. It takes conscious embodiment. You know, it's not a going to Sunday kind of thing, or it's not, oh, I'm feeling bad now. The moment you're feeling bad is the perfect moment. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect moment to say, you know what, I need to take a deep breath in and really just be in the feeling of this and allow myself to be lifted. Allow myself to be we know in this moment. Um, and that's, you know, a lot of what they're bringing through, uh, ways to work with that. They're always saying, um, you know, our breath is our greatest ally, you know. They say often, your breath is your greatest ally. Um, lately, they've been talking a lot about, um, all, because we're going through this incredible transformation and the energy's coming in, um, you know, they understand that we can feel isolated, um, you know, when you are a light worker when you're out there, as you, you were saying, warriors, <laughs> warriors of light and, and that. You know, they understand that it's difficult. They understand there are difficult moments. And so a lot of that is acknowledging that and saying it's okay to be with that. Because as soon as you allow yourself to be with that moment, you can be lifted. You can, you, you're just lifted into this beautiful love, you know. Um, so they bring that through. It's a lot of ways to become aware of who we are, where we're going into separation, right? The A lot of ways that we do go into separation that we're not conscious of. Um, Yeah, so that brings to a lot of those kinds of spiritual or you could call them spiritual teachings. Um, But it's really about embodying conscious and allowing that into our body, you know, Mm-hmm. Allowing it through expression, um, and not just in our heads, but bringing our heads down into our heart, you know, this kind of mind-heart coherency, and then allowing that to express. And then you don't have to worry about the should. They're always saying, you don't have, there is no should. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. a really hard one for us. That's a really hard one, you know, um, because we've grown up. And we've been told, well, you have to have this sort of identity, you have to do that. So they talk about tools of expression rather than identity and roles. They say all of the things. You say, you know, you call yourself a teacher or you're a therapist or, you know, you're a healer or whatever. Whatever we're doing, you're a musician, an artist. They say, these are tools of expression. Who you are as a human being you know, your identity, there is no idea. You're just being moment to moment. And so everything that we're doing 
is an expression, tools of expression. And they say, and once you begin to do that, you can get more playful and creative. Right. I love that. Tools of expression. Um, that is so beautiful. I want to read. There's some, We have quite a few people that are writing in, and um, I want to share some of this with you. Uh, Arietta from Athens said, wow, very interesting interview. Um, Alana has such a sweetness in her voice and can speak directly to my heart. What a gift. I'm waiting for the meditation. Many blessings and love to you both. So thank you, Arietta. And I wanted to pass that along to you, Alana. Um, Kathleen from Oregon said, I love the description song lines. Um, have you had any connection with Uluru, Ayers Rock, as an ancient being. Um, have you had any connection? You know, I feel that, you know, I'm getting an image right now from someone from that council going, uh-huh, they're there. <laughs> <You know>? um, <laughs> but me consciously as a human being, as a personality self, I... I you know, I can't say that, but they're saying yes. There's someone standing there going, yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you. Beautiful. So thank you and beautiful for that. That's, yeah. That's um, a good said, um, can you share its special properties? Does anything come through on that? I think that has a lot to do with... Um, uh, when we're connected to the earth, you know, when we're really connected to the earth and we're connected to that, our heart and we're connected to that, you know, we don't look at the earth and go, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to control this and I'm going to manage that, Right. Say you've, if you've ever done anything in nature and, you know, instead of going, well, we're going to manage it this way, you know, you begin with a dialogue. You begin with a dialogue and say, this is what we'd like to do, but I'd like to be shown how to do this best with the best intention, with your, with your presence, you know, so it's co, co-done. It's done in harmony with and in dialogue with nature rather than coming to it and saying, well, this is what we're going to do and manage it and control. Rather, you're in dialogue. And that listening ability to hear that by asking, it's a kind of um, you just begin to feel and know what to do, how to do it. doesn't mean that you don't have your intention, but the intention is shared then. That's what's coming through in the moment is that being in real dialogue and trusting that, you know, trusting that we actually can receive from nature, the wisdom of nature, you know, instead of thinking, oh, I need somebody who does this or that, but trusting ourselves that we can hear it. And that, you know, and then being able to speak it and act on it. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. What's coming through? Thank you for that. Um, Lacey said, "Hello, beautiful beings of light. Grateful to be in your energies today. Loving all these ancient, before time energies. They feel 
<clears throat> very powerfully loving. Thank you, Lacey. Um, Martine from Ottawa said, hi, Carrie. Hi, Alana. She said, I was told that I'm a galactic architect and that my mission work will begin in 2024. I feel my mission work has perhaps already started. I'm really curious about all of this. Is there anything that you could share about what is for my highest good at this time? I've been in seclusion since I retired from my job last November. So Martine, being told she was a galactic architect, mission work, anything that is coming through to share with her? Yes, yes, and that is that there are there are many people who have many gifts, and whether it, as a galactic architect, you know, I'm not exactly sure what that is, but what I'm being asked to say is that to trust, to trust, you know, um, that you are coming online. This is an important period of quiet for you, you know. It's not a noise. It's, it's not in a lot of um, deep expression and external work that we necessarily come online. We come online through a lot of deep, quiet presence and getting connected with our, um, whether you call it your soul self, your higher self. And then, again, those tools of expression, you just naturally pick them up. You know, it's, um, I want to say in the same way that, you know, in my experience, um, there are a lot of people who've said, well, why aren't you doing this and why aren't you doing this yet? And I just kept on being reassured, it's not your time. You're, it's not your time. You're coming to your time. And there are a lot of people, and the, the Mindful Heart has talked about this, there are a lot of people who are yet to be able to pick up and naturally use their tools of expression. The timing is not right. The timing is sometimes not right because others won't be able to receive them. And when others can't receive your gift, often what happens is that we go into a kind of um, self-imposed isolation rather than you know, just being quiet and being with it and letting it develop organically within us. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for that, and thank you for the question. Um, and, you know, you went through that, you know, years of being quiet and traveling, but also learning different modalities, and, um, you know, someone was asking, and we'll go into your special offer, you know, what kind of work you do in your sessions. So I know that you, there's Akashic Record Reading, there's Advanced Mediumship, there's Archetypal Psychology, Rapid Transformational Therapy, Breathwork, Energy Work. But in that, let's go ahead and go to your special offer, and then we'll take questions, we'll do the uh, the group um, channeling. But mm-hmm. since a few people are already asking, um, if you go to straighttalkforthesoul.com, click on our Marketplace link, uh, you will see Alana's beautiful smiling face. Click on her picture. And she has created two beautiful offers for all of you. Uh, the first one is called Come Back to You. This is a six-part live course to deepen your embodiment that we've been talking about and gain practical activating tools to strengthen you, to strengthen your vibrational resonance. This begins, um, 
next week, Thursday, August the 11th. It will go um, for six weeks. So mm -hmm. can you share with us what you um, – the intention with this gathering, um, what's going to take place, whatever you feel you want to share about yeah. this. Yeah. Each uh, week there will be a channeled session. And often one of the things that the mindful heart does when they have a longer period of time, let's say, you know, an hour, uh, most of the sessions will be an hour long. But if they have that kind of time, They'll actually work with us. They'll work with us with sacred geometry. Um, they'll work with us with um, expanding into the energetic awareness of our um, energetic body, let's say. Some of us might know it as our plasma body or our biofield or our auric field. You know, there's so many different words that people use, and that can get pretty um, confusing so they just say, you know, really consciously being able at will, moment by moment, being able to put your finger on the pulse of your deepest presence and letting that spread through your body, you know. And so that's, they will give us tools with that. So the first session will be basically, you know, come back to you. And the second one will be working with those tools and also working with um, working with a particular limitation. You know, that's one of the things they speak a lot about is that, you know, we live in so many um, ideas of limitation. And when we can look at the things that are going on in our lives and say, what's the idea the limitation you're actually operating from. So we'll each take some intention and really go on a deep dive with it with them. And then there will be being and doing. They want to talk about being and doing, that we're human beings and not doing, and that when we come into our being, you know, all the rest follows, right? Because it's our thoughts are energetic transmissions, but our feelings are sort of magnetic poles. And when those are operating together, we can get very confused. So we can say, well, I intend this, I intend this, but my feelings aren't intending. And my actual thoughts, when I'm not in that intention, are contrary, right? So they, they want to work with us um, with that, to really get a feel for what it feels like to be completely embodied with an intention, you know, an expression of something. And, you know, and then breathwork, because they say our, um, our greatest ally is, is our breath to bring us back, um, you know, to the present moment. It's always in the present moment when we're not in the thinking mind, but we're just in our energetic awareness and presence that things start to show up and we start to see things that have been there all along. But because of our language going on in our mind, we've sort of set up a blinder to those things. So, you know, it's um, breath work can really bring those up for you. And for a long time, I was hesitant to do the, to share some of the breath work that they were doing 
And I really, because partly I hadn't experienced, you know, breathwork is coming back in, in real big ways, and I'm a real believer in it. Um, but I hadn't experienced anyone sort of sharing what I'd learned from the mindful heart until very recently. And it's very powerful because it brings up uh, things that are operating. If we ask to be shown, it will bring up from the unconscious those limiting beliefs or things that are operating to keep us um, in limitation or to hold us back from something or to keep us from expression. So I, I really believe in the in the breath work. And finally, just um, ask and you shall receive. <laughs> That's probably my favorite one is because, you know, we're, I, I love being human. <laughs> I really do. But I, we're really stubborn. We've been so trained, you know, especially in the West, that um, we have to do it. We have to be in control. Other than just asking. Just asking for assistance and really opening that and allowing ourselves to um, be renowned by source, by the divine, and not to try to control the renowing, but just to allow it to, and to receive it. To kind of, you know, you could use the word surrender, but they say, no, it's just about receiving. You only, you're only receiving surrendering to yourself you're not surrendering to anyone or anything else you're not surrendering to us you're just allowing us to flow through you you know um that divine energy so that's a favorite of mine um yeah and so there's we'll one more it looks like there's the final one is session six understanding our deeper intention yeah working again taking attention um really Focusing on that, because as we say, you know, they're all about embodiment. We've we've spent a long time. We're naturally now, they say that we're naturally now more of us. Healing the ancestral work is just coming up and coming through us because it's coming up and coming through the collective now in a very powerful way. It, you know, we all feel this um, with everything going on in the world. You know, it's all the stuff we have to see and allow to move you come in to acknowledge and see so that we can go, oh, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. This is not what we want. So what does it mean to actually have an intention? And um, again, really feel that by coming back to you because we can have an intention and, and want an activity, a uh or to do something, we want to have something, and we want to become something, whatever. And they're saying, they, they really believe that, you know, intention is is really beautiful, but an intention comes through the heart's desire, and in that way we begin to feel something. It's experiential and feeling already. And whatever, there's nothing we can't have, but we actually have to first really embody it in feeling and experience. And then it shows up in our life in miraculous ways. Um, so, yeah. And I want to remind everyone listening, and we've had some more people join us um, a little bit later. What we're talking about is a special offer A from Alana. It's a six-part live course um, that begins Thursday, August 11th, and it goes through September 15th. 
And um, if you happen to be listening to this later, you're listening to a replay, um, Alana, will this be recorded? So if someone wants to get this and they're unable to attend live, they will have yes. the recordings? Okay. Yes. Okay, I just wanted to confirm that. And then Offer B is everything in Offer A, so the six-week live course, plus a single rapid transformation therapy session with Alana that is 90 minutes long. Um, so rapid transformation sessions. Um, <laughs> describe <laughs> describe this. What what unfolds here? What unfolds here is uh, they're highly intuitive, but they're also involved. Rapid transformational uh, therapy is basically what is called a root cause therapy. Getting to the root cause of something. Getting to the root energetic you know, sort of density knot, right, um, of something. And so it involves hypnosis and regression. Um, then there's a lot more, and you actually come away with a notes meditation and recording that you listen to as well. Um, you know, I was surprised when I uh, was guided to, um, you know, learn this. Uh, type of therapy and then after I got into it I realized I understood what it was because there are a lot of us who are very left-brained there are a lot of us who are very left-brained and that's and they say that's that's beautiful we're needed that's really important you know um, but sometimes when we come in even into intuitive work you know we're still in that left brain trying to control that intuitive thing. And hypnosis really gets us beyond that. It just takes us deeper than that. And we're really going into basically very a conscious kind of uh, state of deep awareness and allowing ourselves to go into that theta state where we can simply ask our higher self, why, what is the cause? What is the deepest root cause of why I'm unable or I keep doing this? I don't know if anybody else in their life has had this experience, but I certainly have. You know, I've said, oh, I want to change this. I want to change this. And, you know, I think consciously I've worked on it. I've worked on it in therapy, you know, at some time. And yet, you know, somewhere along I go, the feeling, the feeling experience of it continued to arise. And it wasn't until I started working with the unconscious that you can really um, kind of release that knot of energy and allow it, you know, just sort of transmute it and to bring it back into loving awareness, to bring it back into who we are with love and that, to transmute that energy, you know. Um, so they're very powerful sessions, and they do take about 90 minutes because, you know, you go through regression, and then you work with what comes up. And most people come away and go, whoa, <laughs> you know, I had no idea that was going to come up. And it's often small things that we had no idea that had such a huge impact on us. That's been my experience, and for many people, it's been very profound. Well, I thank you for offering it here to this beautiful community, and it feels like it 
it will be a very sacred space um, with you. You have a way about you that is very comforting, very um, gentle. And um, I'm going to read some of the comments coming in that are kind of reflecting what I'm sharing. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Yeah, Lacey just said, Alana, your guidance is all very grounding and calming. I feel very much in my body while listening to you, which is unusual for me during these calls. <laughs> um, beautiful, Lacey. Um Let's see. Sherry said, your wisdom comes through with so much flow, a song line. Thank you, Sherry. Um, Colleen O'Rourke said, I loved the, I love the mindful heart. Such a beautiful call. Alana is a keeper. <laughs> um, I also love the time before. I feel like I'm from there. Mm-hmm. Um, love and blessings. Thank you with all my heart. Um, And she said, would love to hear anything more on that, on the time before, if there's anything else that is coming through to share on that. Yeah, you know, um, I think, you know, basically what the mindful heart is saying is that, again, you know, we have an idea of how long our presence is on history. Um and how many times that the earth or where we've incarnated, you know, um, has occurred, you know, our presence on earth. And they're saying that there are histories before the history of what we know. And there, those are many of the beings now that are in support of this huge transformation that is occurring for so many people on the planet. It's because they have this, just this loving, um, beautiful affection for this school. You know, the earth plane, the human form, is just a beautiful, beautiful school of um, awakening uh, the soul, coming back, allowing our soul to come through and um, integrate more fully into our form, into the body so that we can be in full expression here. And so those are many of the beings who actually have already gone through this and learned this, you know, before other extinctions who are still in assistance in this transformation because they loved being informed, that experience. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what's coming through. So that's when they say, a, a time before, a time before. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Um Jackie said, I'm starting to live beyond my limitations. However, there are physical issues that are lingering. Did you have anything physical that was released uh, through your work? And thank you for your wisdom. Um, I I will say this. <laughs> you know, this occurred as recently as two days ago. Um, I'm very conscious of when things are moving through me and the gift of becoming embodied, the gift of becoming for more, bringing our consciousness into and through and as form, you know, that that's when we start releasing more of those physical limitations. We often 
talk about awakening in consciousness or having, you know, spiritual epiphanies and things like that. But it's also, we talk about the body as a vessel. That's in separation. And the body's only a vessel, you know, that's separation. You're separating. There is, you know, one of the beautiful things about embodiment is that we're bringing the soul into integration and awaking through and as form. And that is the gift of being human. But we get to become divinely human. We get to become um, divinely who we are, who we've always been. And that's really what they mean by embodiment. And the more we embody, the more we release those things. I had a really, uh, for a couple of years, I had a really painful pain in my left hip and suddenly, you know, I'd be stopped dead in my tracks and because I couldn't bend over or something. And I kept on thinking, what is this? What is this? And they kept on, you know, just more embodiment, more embodiment, going in and seeing, asking. And, you know, then I woke up one day and finally it was gone and I realized what it was. But it had been causing a great deal of pain. So um, I've had people that I've worked with um, you know, release uh, some real physical illnesses, you know. So, you know, but it it's working through embodiment. It's not me doing any healing. It's allowing themselves to come back to who they are and transmute that and being willing to look at what's being held there. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. And thank you, Jackie, for the question. Um, Sarah said, oh, my, I've been told my time was coming up for years and especially the last few months. But no breakthrough or cosmic path appearing, just more isolation and challenges. Can you see anything? I can do the work. It's just so confusing. Um, what struck me in the question was uh, more isolation. I, too, got in a habit because I spent so much time alone that at one point you have to break through that. It becomes almost a habit. You know, it's like an idea that we put on. And we've been all, all of us have been particularly um, sort of of, uh, the word that comes to mind is subjected to that, but also offered, you know, to that. So I, what I'm hearing is a need to sort of break through that and not not require anything of yourself, but just to get out and just to get out and, and be in the world more. That's kind of what I'm hearing um, because of the more isolation and more challenging, and then I can do the work. You know, I don't know what the work is. I'm not sure what the work is. But what I'm hearing in those two phrases very deeply is that the isolation in some way has become a habit. And what I mean by a habit is it's like a monk's habit or anything. It's an idea. It's something that we put on, we take on. And I've had to break through that, too. And um, so if you feel like you're closer... You're going to feel it. Something's going to happen. And suddenly you're going to go, 
I'm getting out there. You know, you're going to be, someone's going to, you know, sort of usher you out or you're going to be pulled out into something that you just say, I just need to do this. I, I just need to do this. And the thing is, on those moments, when we have those moments of epiphany inside, it's not enough to just have the insight. We actually, with all, maybe all the fear or the uh, anxiousness that's running through us, is to connect with that higher consciousness that is actually observing and going, hmm, you're fearful or I'm anxious about that. And allow yourself to talk. Allow that awareness to sort of say to yourself, I'm with you, you're okay. I've got you. And then in step, it requires action. It does require us. You know, the universe says, we'll offer it, but you have to claim it by by acting, by willing to be in expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that's what I yeah, that's what I hear, <laughs> and I, I know this one. I do, I do. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sara, and uh, thank you, Alana, for that. What I would love to do now is move into the group channeling or guided um, journey that you mentioned uh, us going on. This is where the ancient ones will come in, allow these song lines that you spoke of earlier to come through. The mindful heart, I suppose, may come through. <laughs> Whatever will yeah. unfold. What will generally unfold. happens is that, you know, I lead us through some, you know, a little bit of visualization. And then what generally happens is that the Council of the Ancient Ones comes in for a little bit or momentarily, and then the Mindful Heart, and then perhaps the Council comes back. Because, you know, the vibrational song lines, you know, they're energetic. Everything is energy. Everything is energy. And so they're energy energetic and they just want to work with us in our you know energetic body and and move some energy around so that we can be in a little bit uh more flow greater flow greater expansion mm-hmm. that's a gift yes please more flow okay. more fun okay alana <laughs> so i'm just gonna ask everybody if you can um to close your eyes um Please don't do this if you're driving or something. Uh, just to go ahead and close your eyes and just imagine your feet planted softly on the earth, even if you have your shoes on and you're in a room. Just imagine your feet planted on the earth, just in allowing that connection to happen. And let's all just take a nice, slow, deep breath in. And exhale. Beautiful. I'm going to ask everyone, we're going to take a nice, long, slow, deep breath in. But as we do, we're going to pull light up from the earth. And I'm just pull that light up and follow, uh, follow my words and just go along with it. But it's nice, long, slow breath because it's going to last for a minute. And you're going to pull light up from the earth. So let's take a nice, long, deep breath in, pulling light up from the earth. 
pulling it up through the soles of your feet, up through your calves, up through your thighs, up through the core of your being, following it up with your inward vision, following it up through your head, pulling it up to about a foot or two above your head, and pause. And now exhale and bring it all the way back down through the crown of your head, down through the core of your being, following it down with your inward vision, down through your thighs, down through your calves, back out the soles of your feet and into the earth, grounding it in as deeply as you can. I like to imagine it grounding it into a round, in a huge crystal boulder deep in the earth. We're going to do this once more. Take a nice long inhalation in, pulling the light up to the soles of your feet, up through your calves, up through your thighs up through the core of your being, following it up with your inward vision, up through the crown of your head, literally moving your eyeballs up under your eyelids, pausing about two feet above your head, and now bringing it back down through the crown of your head. And as you do, imagine to slowly allow your mind to kind of slide down the back of your spine and come to rest in your heart with this beautiful, beautiful white light. I like to imagine a beautiful lake under the night sky and it's almost like you're just floating there and the mind is just there, not trying to think or not trying not to think, just being and feeling this beautiful white light expand around you. See how far you can extend it out in front of you. Good. Now come back to the center. Now out the back side of you, see how far you can feel that beautiful white light expanding behind you. Come back to the center and then just feel it out the side. See how far you can feel it expanding. Maybe it's five feet. Maybe it's as large as the room you're in. Maybe it's larger than the house, the building. All of it's good. And now just come back to the center and we're just going to drop down that spine down to that space between our hips. We're going to do the same thing there, just allowing that space to open up. Allowing that space of this beautiful light to open up between our hips. See how far you can feel that light in front of you. Come back to the center. Now open up, see how far you can feel that light behind you. Literally, it's a very hard place to open up for a lot of us. See if you can 
Feel how far behind you you can feel that light opening up. Allow the universe to have your back. Allow the universe to have your back. Beautiful. Good. Now come back to the center. Take a deep breath in. And on the exhale, come back into your heart. And just continue to breathe normally. We are so, so very grateful to be here. So very grateful for each and every one of you. Such beautiful, beautiful, beautiful beings of light. We wish you to know this. We wish you to mm, see, if you could see what we see. The beautiful light expanding out around each and every one of you in this very, very beautiful moment. And we say to you, we ask you, first, let us all take a deep breath in. And exhale. And yes, we say to you, what we would like to say to each and every one of you is that you are beautiful, you are beautiful, you are beautiful. And yes, we repeat things in threes. We repeat things in threes so that you may hear it with your mind, body, and soul. Each time, each time it goes deeper into your energetic being. Each time, deeper and deeper. We ask you once more to take a deep breath in. And exhale. 
And what we would like to say is for each and every one of you, you are beautiful and all the gifts of your being are already present within you. They are already present within you. Alana has mentioned tools of expression and this is what we mean. This is what we mean. You are revealing yourselves to yourselves. You are not, let us say, Mm, trying to mm, learn. We understand that you learn modalities and, and this, but these modalities that you are engaging are ways of knowing, coming into knowing of who and what you are. They are not mm, necessarily structures or identities that you mm, take on. They are simply tools of expression. For you are human being, divine human being. You have always been, always will be divinely human. And being in form is this wonderful, wonderful opportunity of coming into conscious awareness of this. This is the great transformation that is occurring on your planet, that each and every one of you are divinely human. When you begin to see the divine, begin to recognize the divine in each and every one around you, you become more compassionate. You do not focus, look so much on what is wrong as much as what is right with this being. And when you are looking and perceiving, you are strengthening the remembering of that individual. When you look at someone and say, I see the divine in you, you allow yourself to speak from your own divine nature. When you allow yourself to see the divine in another, and you come back to you, your own divine nature, you are actually transmitting a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful energy of love, compassion, And there is no efforting in that. There is no shooting. There is no mm, mm, healing per se. You are simply being in the truth of who you are and in that transmission allows that energy to hold and lift another simply by your being, through your being. Your form is a beautiful, beautiful expression of you. Your form itself, whether You are in self-judgment of it. We say to you, love your form. We say to you, allow yourselves to be renowned, renowned by source. So many of you are seeking. So many of you are looking externally. And we say, come back to you. Come back to the beautiful, beautiful human being, the divinely human that you are. You are so beautiful. You are completely whole as you are. You are simply revealing more of who and what you are to yourself, allowing your higher, what you would call your higher self, to come more fully into expression through form, not as 
separate from form, but as and through form, the beautiful being that you are. We would like to give you, we'd like to give you a very, very simple, simple affirmation. For words are very, very powerful. But we say to you, allow yourself to repeat these. And we say, repeat them in threes. Say it once for your form. Say it once for your body, your soul, your mind. To know, because your own voice, dear ones, your own voice is powerfully, powerfully profound. It is the most healing energy there is for each and every one of you, your own voice, because it carries the signature vibration of the truth of who and what you are. No one, no one can do that for you. To speak your word, to speak your authenticity, is to come into the expression of who you are. It is not to take on an identity. It is to come into the expression of your being. And so we would like to offer you this. And that is, I allow myself to be renown by and through source. I allow myself to be. Very simple, we know. I allow myself to be renowned by source. And we say to you, if you are uncomfortable with the word source, you may use God, love, the divine, whatever, whichever word is right, resonates most deeply with your feeling, being, experience. But in those moments when you come into anxiousness, when you recognize that you are in fear, when you recognize that you are in doubt, we ask you to take a deep breath in and we give you a very simple way of practicing this, which is to take your forefinger and your thumb and as you take a deep breath in, imagine pulling light up right up from your, what you would call your root chakra, that energy center, and pulling it up. Up above the head and pulling it back down, all the way back down. Right back down to that lower energy center. And using that forefinger and thumb to actually pull that up in front of you. Because in that gesture and in that affirmation of that breath, Coming back to you, you are moving energy. You are moving energy in your subtle body, and it is a beautiful thing. And then allow yourself to say, I allow myself to be. Each and every one of you are so beautiful, so powerful, so creative. And that is the gift of your being. That is the gift of being. You, the unique you that you are, each and every one of you, 
We are so, so very grateful for your presence. We are so blessed by your presence here. Kuhitamaha itamaha tuku itamaha lakitia tamaho ikatahala atakitiama ule katahane itsa oyatamakoyata ala ikatahala inamaho ikatahala inamala ho hukta hukta soyaka soyaka And so just take a deep breath in and exhale. And if you feel yourself pretty expanded, just kind of pull yourself, pull that expansion kind of halfway back in, halfway, not all the way, and just see what it to kind of begin to embody that expansion and be in that more comfortably. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Alana. Yeah, embody that expansion. Um, I have to tell you, the... The frequencies that you bring through are so calming. They're so centering. They're so beautiful. So thank you so much for that. And if anybody wants to write in and um, let us know how you're feeling, of course, we would love to hear from you. Um, and uh, I'll read some of the comments, um, Alana, that came through before we started. Well, while everyone is kind of coming back and <laughs> to this embodiment <laughs> of expansion, um, Jackie wanted to tell you that your response was so helpful. Um, I never thought of not necessarily healing pain, but embodying physical and spiritual as one and letting in the flow and transmitting it through and out. So very helpful. So um, thank you, Jackie. Um, Colleen said, I am in the habit of isolation. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for bringing up this awareness. Um, thanks for sharing, Colleen. Um, Sarah said, Carrie, by being here, you help those of us who are in isolation to connect, create community, and do our work. That was a beautiful expansion. So grateful you're here, Sarah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Colleen just wrote back again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your transmission was sublime and received. Oh, my goodness. I have surrounded my neighborhood with this surreal expansion of love. <laughs> what is happening? Um, it's just, there's just such a sweetness and such a purity to you and all that you share, Alana. I am so grateful that you were here and um, that I was able to just really highlight you and um, all that you do to this community. I hope that you have enjoyed yourself. And oh, my gosh. I just want to say thank you and thank you for what 
your your presence and what you do, you know, this it's incredible, you know. It's incredible. It's a gift, incredible gift to all of us. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, I just want to share with you, Sherry just said, oh, that was so nurturing and peaceful. Lacey said, oh, thank you, Alana. That was so lovely. You are so beautifully calming to the nervous system. Thank you. You know, it's just coming back, coming back to us. And we're fine. When we're there, we're just, we're fine. You know, we're just filled with love and light. And yeah. Yeah. And Gloria just said, um, I so appreciated hearing the statement about having your back. I have really been making steps toward honoring myself, and it's certainly me having my own back. Thank you. This was such a rich experience for me. Gloria, thank you for sharing and for being here, my dear. Um, and I want all of you, uh, the, all the more and more coming in, um, Aaron said, Alana's and the Mindful Hearts Meditation was so incredible, grounding, and also expansive. I loved the affirmation and breathing exercise, too. A beautiful show. Thank you so much, Alana, the Mindful Heart, and Carrie. Thank you, Erin. Yeah, I want to repeat the affirmation. I allow myself to be re-known by the divine, by source, by God. I allow myself to be re-known by the divine, and one more time, I allow myself to be renowned by the divine, the power of three. So um, that was beautiful. And um, any final words, my dear, before we say goodbye? Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone uh, who's here. And thank you for a beautiful experience. And thank you to you, um, you know. We are all connected. We are all connected, and um, I know there are times when we do feel isolated in that, but it's beautiful shows like this that bring us back into connection and awareness that we're all in this together. So thank you. Thank you. And I want to remind everyone, if you're enjoying these feelings, <laughs> you can um, participate in the six-part live course called yeah. Come Back to You starting Thursday, August the 11th. So it's right around the corner. And, of course, Offer B contains that, um, plus the 90-minute uh, rapid transformation therapy session with Alana. So... Uh, for those of you who are resonating with this, um, I hope that you'll consider that. And uh, Alana, thank you. And to everybody who has joined us or who will listen to this, thank you for the gift of your your time, of course, your love, your readiness, your openness, your presence today. We hope that you receive the insights, um, the soulful reminders um, that are most beneficial for you at this time for your embodiment. So thank you for joining us on this soulful adventure today. I am sending waves and waves of love and light and appreciation from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and then offer it to those you encounter today uh, or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, until next time, uh, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress. And, of course, own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Uh, take flight, beautiful beacons of light. Uh, and I will see you back here in this playground of light next time. Uh, bye, everyone.